0: And welcome to the download. I'm your host Dave Richardson, and it is Stu's and we welcome Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management. Stu, welcome back.
1: Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me, as always.
0: Lots of uh, lots of lots of comments in the uh, in the notes on the podcast. That Stu's is becoming uh, quite an event. Uh, I know it's still fairly subdued at your house, but uh, just so you know, out <laughs> in the out in the rest of the the, the world. It's a pretty big thing.
1: yeah, well, when the weather channel's been on for a while, then you flip it over to Tuesdays, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. And, and let me tell you, Stu uh, this, uh, the, the topic for today is one where i'm 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 glad it is Tuesdays. and uh, be, be, because it, it's it's one of those complex uh, situations uh, that 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 pops up in the news. and and I think the the the, the typical investor, just kind of shrugs their shoulders and says, you know, what, what is this all about? Should I worry about it? Should I care? What happened? Uh, and, and that's the events around this, this hedge fund in the, in the U.S. that, uh, that, that sort of, I guess, for lack of a better term, blown up. Uh, and, and I think as we were, we were talking before the, the the, the taping, uh, you, you've got an interesting perspective on it in terms of, of what happened and the lesson we can take away as, uh, as, as regular investors. So, w- what happened, and what are your thoughts?
1: So there was a fund. Uh, there was a fund uh, uh, in the United States uh, that um, had a handful of positions and was using an extraordinary amount of leverage and. Um, when one of those positions started to go against uh, the fund manager, I I believe it was likely Viacom uh, were very large owner of Viacom and they announced an equity issue uh, middle of last week that didn't go very well. And when that uh, started to tumble, it, um, it affected the amount of uh, leverage that he had on, on the whole portfolio in all likelihood uh, by accounts. And, um, and this leverage led to some margin calls and some unwinding in the in the names in that uh, that were that were involved, and a very a significant amount of volatility around them. And um, it's going to result in a, some significant amount of losses for some of the banks that had provided uh, the leverage. There was um, you know some European and Japanese banks that have come out and said you know, how much they might be on the hook for. Um, in and of itself, it's a it's a very interesting uh, story. Uh, Uh, Not so much because of the securities that were owned, just because uh, as we move into uh, the second phase of a bull market after, you know, a very robust year one following uh, last year, uh, we move into year two and liquidity is abundant. There is always the possibility for behavior in the market that uh, might leave some of us kind of scratching our heads. But um, when there's abundant liquidity, people will use uh, leverage in a manner that uh, you might be totally inconsistent with what we would ever do. Uh, We're not even leveraged investors in the first place. But it reminds you that uh, when you're building a portfolio and when you're owning securities and, and, uh, you know, it's also a bit of a case for active management. When you look at the securities you own, you want to be very comfortable that you could own them. Uh, regardless of uh, the price activity in the very short-term period of time. So, um, you know, what it means for an active manager is sitting there saying, uh, I own these securities. Uh, This is how I think they'll be successful over time. This is the the way the business has to unfold. This is the way the valuation has to unfold. And this will drive our ultimate return. Even if we get into a period where one of our co-owners or a shareholder we don't know Maybe doing something with the position that um, uh, you know we would find uh, uh, you know quite uh, surprising. So that's uh, that's created uh, a fair amount of uh, discussion in the marketplace since uh, since our discussion last week.
0: Yeah, and, and it, it creates, uh, I, I guess, in the mind of some, the, the a, a reluctance to 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 want to invest or a fear that something's happening in the market. That somehow makes it unfair, or or something that should I I, I should avoid, and, and and I mean I think your message is really that o- over the long term, uh, all of these things sort of wash out, and that you don't need to worry about these things that happen from time to time if you've got that long term perspective, and, and obviously you're not leveraged.
1: Yeah, if you have the the longer term perspective and you have you know, a business that can compound its way out of uh, any time of near term difficulties or near term volatility. And and, uh, you know, one thing that we always look for is, is uh, are we going to own the same percentage of the company over a very long period of time, which means that the company doesn't have too much leverage that they might have to issue shares at an inopportune time? And uh, are we confident in the investment case that we've laid out in our minds so that we can ride out uh, the daily changes in volatility as well? And um, you know these are really important elements, and and uh, you know they're so crucial when you're sitting down with your advisor that you've, you know, you've properly measured your risk tolerance, so that you know you're kind of finishing the third leg of the stool. That uh, you know that we're kind of working together to say, I'm going to own these businesses. The businesses are going to compound. I've got them measured properly in my portfolio, so you know I can withstand the volatility and. If anything, I can use uh, tools like dollar cost averaging and what have you to turn that volatility into my favor over that longer period of time.
0: Yeah, I- exactly. You've got you've got an overall plan that takes into account your risk tolerance, the amount of time you have to invest, what your objectives are, and then you stick to that plan and you can use things like this. If you've got that plan in place, you know where you're going. You can use these types of things to your advantage as opposed to it being a negative for you. It's such great advice.
1: You know, 100%, Dave. uh, It's a very long game. Some days it feels like we play it in small increments, but it's a long game.
0: Exactly. And Stu, again, a great Stu's Day's topic. Uh, Something for for people to take away as they're watching things that are unfolding in markets. Uh, Thanks again.
1: Take care, Dave.